Who doesn't go into the new year wanting to feel better, healthier, fitter, stronger, more confident? I know for sure that I want these things for myself each and every year. So every year I make a brand new commitment to myself in these areas, looking at the ways that I can continue to up my game and continue to improve myself. And that means looking at my goals and figuring out the actions that I need to take. But it also means being willing to go under the surface of that too, to go that little bit deeper and to figure out what it is inside of me that needs to change to get to where I want to go. So I'm going to be sharing all of that with you today, my two-layer approach, helping you to see those different layers that you need to work on to feel fitter, stronger, and more confident before the year is out. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, and of course, a brand new year as well. So I hope you had an amazing Christmas and new year, and I am sure that at this point you are starting to get revved up for lots and lots of amazing things to come in 2024, which is exactly what I'm going to be helping you with today. Before I do that, just a couple of things that I um, briefly wanted to share with you. So first of all, if you haven't checked out the premium podcast membership yet, then now is definitely the time to do that. It's going to be an amazing way for you to get and stay motivated in the new year with our weekly Monday motivation episodes plus a meditation or visualization each month to help you get focused and relaxed. Now, this exclusive content is only available to premium members and for less than five quid a month, I think it is at absolute flipping bargain. Plus, you're going to get your first seven days free and you're going to get access to every single episode of the podcast 24 hours before its official release. So if you want in on that, all you have to do is head to chickfit.co.uk forward slash podcast member and you'll find the link in the show notes as well. Now, secondly, I have got the next 28-day nutrition reset starting on Monday the 15th of January. And I think if your well-being, including and particularly your nutrition, is something that you do want to get really focused on this year, then it's going to be an amazing, amazing way to really kick that off for yourself each week. You're going to get a meal plan and all of the recipes that you need to create more balance in your diet, to work towards your fat loss goals and to find more energy while also nipping those sugar cravings in the bud. And honestly, we have had some amazing results from previous resets. And I think one of the biggest surprises for members is how quickly their sugar cravings start to reduce and how they can also eat a really delicious filling diet and actually still achieve their weight loss goals as well. You know, I've had a couple of people who have said, I was eating plenty and I felt like there's no way that I can have possibly lost any weight doing this because I feel really full all the time. And actually they stepped on the scales eventually and they were like, yeah, I'm several pounds down. This is amazing. (laughs) I'm really full and I'm really satisfied all the time. So 
It's an amazing way to do that. It's an amazing way to um, make some changes. But even if weight loss isn't on your list, I think most of us could benefit from, you know, a bit more veg, a bit more protein, a bit more fibre, all those kind of things. So it's a really, really good way of really nailing your nutrition in the new year. And it is not, and I repeat, it is not a restricted diet. There is no boring ass calorie counting involved. No food is out of bounds and it is really, really achievable to make some big changes to your nutrition in a way that's going to feel really sustainable for you. So if you are feeling the need for that right now, then all you have to do is head over to chickfit.co.uk forward slash nail your nutrition to join us. And of course, I will put the link in the show notes as well. Now, make sure you do that before Friday the 12th of January because doors are going to close then. And if you're really quick, then you'll be able to claim the early bird price that is currently available too. Right, time to get into this week's episode and show you how you can achieve your fittest, strongest and most confident year yet. And this is kind of a two-layer approach today. There's the surface stuff and then there's the deeper stuff as well, because you know that I do not just do surface stuff, right? So we're going to dive into those two kind of different layers um, of what is needed to achieve that for yourself this year. But I think first of all, it's worth asking, what are your goals for this year? Is it something that you have even thought about yet? Not everybody has. You know, some of us keep putting it off. We put it to the back of our minds like, oh, I'll come back to that later. I don't want to think about that right now. And, you know, I get that because we all know that New Year's resolutions never last very long, do they? And those big annual goals can sometimes feel a bit unachievable, a bit overwhelming. So we can go down the road of not bothering to set them and hoping things will turn out the way we want them to. Or maybe we are a bit vague about exactly what those goals are. And therefore we find it quite hard to get started because we don't really know, like, what's my stepping off point here? I don't really know what I should be doing. So if that is you, if you either haven't really, or you've resisted setting a goal for 2024, or if you have a goal that's maybe not inspiring you very much yet or feels a bit vague, then I think the first thing we need to do is set that goal that you can reach for. And honestly, I feel like it's really, really important that each and every one of us has some goals for ourselves, some dreams about how we want our lives to look, because I think otherwise we can feel a bit rudderless and we just end up stumbling from one year to the next thinking to ourselves that, you know, this isn't quite how I wanted it to turn out. Why isn't life feeling the way that I wanted it to? There's something that's kind of not quite right here, something not, that's not quite connecting here. And that can be what happens when we don't think about setting goals. And I know it can feel a bit scary because we're like, well, what if I set a big goal and then I don't reach it? And, you know, what's the point of doing it because I've done it before and it hasn't worked? So there's a little tip that I want to give you with that, if that's the way that you're feeling. And that is that the big goal in and of itself is not really that important. <laughs> and I know you're like, but what's the point of setting it then? But actually having a goal is something that will help us to grow. It'll help us to change. It'll help us to achieve something, even if it's not the exact goal itself. But when we don't have a goal, then like I say, we can feel a bit rudderless, really. We're not we're not taking any action towards anything that's important to us. We keep on living the same day, the same week, the same month over and over and over again. And we're kind of like, well, there's nothing changing. Why is nothing changing? And it's because we're not setting that big goal for ourselves. So I definitely would encourage you to do that. Even if it feels like, well, I'll never achieve that, doesn't really matter. It's giving us that sort of jumping off point where we can go, right, okay, well, this is what I want for myself. So what actions might I start to take? So let's start with that because 
this is sort of layer one of the process is all about the goal. It's all about setting the goal and getting specific. So what, what specifically is that goal that you want to achieve? You know, you don't need to get mega specific, like I'm going to lose one stone in the next two months. Like you don't need to get into that. And I think sometimes it's maybe a bit dangerous to set a goal like that because you don't, you may make all the changes and not get there and then feel really annoyed that you haven't quite got there. So make it specific in terms of what is the thing that I want to focus on on this year? What is the thing that I want to get this year? And also try and make it feel inspiring. Try and make it feel like something that gets you excited you know, and don't worry if it does feel a bit big at the moment because you can quite quickly start to narrow it down. So the example that I always use, because it's a really easy one to use, is, you know, when people say to me, I want to lose weight. Okay, great. That's fabulous. But nobody wants to lose weight for the sake of just losing weight. Like we're not just doing it so we see a different number on the scales. We're doing it because we believe that when we do that, we'll feel more confident. We'll feel better in ourselves. We will feel more like our old selves, like whatever that thing is. There's always something like a little bit deeper that we can tap into. So that's really what I want you to tap into when you're setting that goal, like be a bit more specific about it and and tap into why. Why is this truly important to me? Because that is going to just give you that little bit of inspiration to get you started. So once you've done that, you can start to break it down into those component parts. So if you did want to lose weight, for example, what are going to be the different component parts of that? So part of it might be um, exercise. It might be starting to add a regular workout into your routine. Part of it is going to be nutrition as well. But there might be other things as well. There might be stress, for example. I mean, stress is massive when it comes to weight loss. And it's something that we don't always pay attention to. We'll put ourselves on a diet, we'll start eating less, we'll count our calories, we'll count our carbs and our protein and our fat and all those kind of things. But we're not always thinking about the other things that are going to play a part in how well that we do. Because if we are, you know, putting ourselves on a diet, for example, not that I recommend diets, but if you did put yourself on a diet, for example, that in and of itself is quite stressful on your body. It adds stress to your body. So if you're already in quite a highly stressed place, then it's just going to add more stress. You may be less likely to reach your goals. You may be more likely to give up partway through. So you might want to be looking at those things. So what are, what are going to be the different component parts to this goal? What are going to be the different things? If you want to get fitter, for example, what are going to be the different component parts to that? Well, obviously, the, the workouts are going to be really important and making sure that you're exercising regularly, for sure. But again, there's going to be other stuff involved in that. So nutrition, again, if you want to get fitter and stronger and you want to be doing strength training, you're going to need to make sure that your nutrition is absolutely supporting that and helping you to recover properly so that you are ready to go for the next session. So think about what those component parts are going to be for you. It doesn't have to be loads, like two or three component parts that you can start working on. And then think about the actions that you're going to take each and every day. So it's it's kind of like break it down, break it down, break it down. So you've got your goal, you've got the two or three component parts to that goal. Now, what are the bits that come underneath that? What are the actions that you're going to start taking each and every day in those areas? Now, I wouldn't recommend choosing any more than a couple to start with. So let's take, for example, I want to get fitter. So you've identified that your component parts of that are going to be nutrition uh, and they are going to be your workouts as well. And actually maybe let's say a third component part is going to be lifestyle because at the moment you're very busy, 
and you need to look at your lifestyle in order to make sure that you have the time to do those workouts, right? So you've got those three component parts to it. Now, within each of those, what's one small thing that you can do? So with the workouts, it might be, right, I'm going to start doing one workout a week. Within the nutrition, it might be, right, I'm going to make sure that I eat protein after each workout to allow me to recover properly for the next workout. And in lifestyle, it might be, right, I'm going to start saying no more to other people so that I have more time for myself. So you can start to see how then you can break it down into like the really small things, really small manageable things. So suddenly you've got a list that is one workout a week, protein after each workout to help me recover and saying no to people more often so that I can create the time that I need to do that workout. And that's as far as you want to go for now. You don't want to be, right, I've got to overhaul my diet completely. I've got to work out four times a week and I've got to clear four hours of space in my diary every single week. It's going to be too much. It's absolutely going to be too much. So really break it down into those small, small, small achievable things. You've got to make it small. You've got to make it achievable so that you avoid the overwhelm and also so that you start to to create success. Because I think we forget about this. We forget that it's not just the end goal that matters. It's creating success along the way. And if all that matters to you is that you become fitter, then you start to ignore, actually, I'm going to celebrate the fact that I've done one workout a week for the last four weeks. Amazing. That's a great start. I'm going to celebrate that I have started to say no. I said no on these three occasions to people, which allowed me to have the time to do the workouts. And I also made sure that I ate that protein after every workout. So you're starting to build that kind of, that proof within you that you can succeed, the proof within you that you can take the steps, the proof within you that that you are moving forward. Because once you start to create that, you can add and add and add. So later on, it might be, I'll add another workout. Now I'm going to start eating protein at every meal so that I make sure that I recover well and that I, you know, build muscle and do all of those things. So that's our first layer. It's about creating the goal. It's about breaking it down into its two or three component parts. And it's about choosing a simple, small, achievable action from each of those component parts. Because remember that, yes, we want to get towards the goal. We want to achieve things and we want to move forwards. But we need to make sure that that we are going to keep doing this. We need to make sure that this is something that we can sustain. So we need to make it as small as possible. It's about moving forward. It's not about achieving the goal overnight. It's about moving forward in a way that feels really sustainable. So that's our first layer, something we've probably all done before, but hopefully you've got a few tips there, a few ways of thinking about it. And I definitely would suggest like sit down with a notepad and pen and go through that goal, component parts, specific actions and start to really work on that and and break those actions down and down and down until you make them as achievable as possible. Sometimes when I'm working with clients, this is something that I have to do with them because they will say to me, right, I want to get fitter. So I'm going to do four workouts a week and I'm going to eat protein with every meal and I'm going to drink more water and I'm going to go for a walk every day and, and, and. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) let's take a step back here. How does that feel to you? Well, it feels like quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. So what's going to feel less? What's going to feel easier? What's going to feel more manageable? So do that for yourself as well. Be your own coach in that situation. So that's layer one, but we don't just want to work on the mechanics of the goal, right? We also want to work on ourselves because it's all very well and good setting a goal, 
But if we keep approaching things in the same way over and over and over again, we know what happens and it is not good. So getting to work on ourselves is so bloody important. And this honestly is something that we most often miss out when we're working on fitness and wellness type goals. We focus on this idea that it's only when we have achieved the goal that we're allowed to feel good, that we're allowed to feel confident, that we're allowed to feel like we've succeeded. But honestly, this is often where we fall down and this is often where we end up giving up or getting completely disenchanted with the process because there are going to be ups and downs on that journey. And the problem is if we don't work on ourselves, then in those phases where things feel not so great, when things feel like they're not working, when we feel like we're not moving forward, it can be incredibly easy to just give up on ourselves. So instead, what we need to do is come to an understanding that we not only change the outward actions that we're taking, but we have to truly change what we are doing and thinking and being on the inside as well. And you know, not many of us are willing to do that. It is way more comfortable to stay the same and just try and use a bit of willpower and just hope that somehow, magically, we've woken up on New Year's Day as a completely different person. But to change something in our lives, we absolutely have to change something within it, within ourselves as well. Now, because you guys are here listening to this podcast, I know that you are not like the 90% who talk a good game, who are always telling themselves, oh, I need to exercise more. Oh, I need to get fitter. Oh, I need to eat better, but never quite getting around to it. You are here listening to this because you are actively engaged in the idea of changing within yourself. So this bit here, this this deeper layer to getting towards your goals, to having a fitter, stronger, healthier, more confident year this year, is about actually committing yourself to working on yourself. So what are these bits and pieces? Now, this is harder. One of the reasons that we don't work on this so much is because when we're talking about goals and breaking it down into component parts and what are the actions that we're going to take, that can be like a relatively simple, relatively specific thing that we can do. When we start to talk about working on ourselves, all of a sudden it feels a bit more woolly, doesn't it? It feels a bit more vague. It feels a bit more like, well, how do I do that? (laughs) And it's not quite as easy to set goals around that. But there are definitely certain things that we can do. I mean, journaling is really helpful in this because we can sit down and we can actually get to grips with, what am I thinking about this thing? What are my thoughts about this thing? What are my beliefs about this thing? What am I saying to myself about this thing? But essentially, the things that I think most of us need to work on are firstly, our beliefs, both our beliefs about ourselves and our beliefs about what is possible for ourselves. So if we have crappy beliefs about, I can't do this, I'm so unfit, I feel rubbish, I'll never look the way I want to look, I'll never feel the way I want to feel. And if we believe that, and if we have crappy beliefs about what is possible, oh, that's just not possible for me. It's all right for them because they're lucky, they're motivated, it comes easy to them, they want it more, whatever. But I can't do that because it's not possible for me because if we constantly have that stuff going through our head, we're never going to really change. We're never really going to change our actions in the long term because we're always, always going to revert back to those crappy beliefs that we've got about ourselves. So definitely working on our beliefs. And again, journaling is good for this because we can sit and we can write down, we can literally say to ourselves, what do I believe about myself right now? What do I truly believe about myself? And you know, that's not always easy. It's not always easy to admit things to ourselves like that. But honestly, when you do and you start to come out the other side, it makes the world of difference. The other thing is working on our self-talk. And I suppose this is kind of linked to working on our beliefs. You know, if we wake up every day and look in the mirror and go, oh my God, I look like crap. 
then that's not going to be helpful to us. It isn't. I know that we feel like beating ourselves up is going to be the way. <laughs> it's going to be the answer, but it's not. It really isn't. We need to be kind to ourselves. We need to find value in ourselves as we are right now. So really important that you look at your self-talk and you you manage that and you watch it and you become aware of it. Um, it's also about questioning the approaches that we've taken before, which didn't work, and finding new approaches. So if you have been on 17 diets in your lifetime and yet somehow you are still back to where you were or heavier than you were when you first started, then you've got to start questioning that approach. The answer is not another diet. 100% it is not. And I have people come to me and they're like, oh, I'll just do that diet again because it worked for me before. And I'm like, yeah, but how many times have you done that? Oh, three or four. And what happens when you finish the diet? Well, you know, it's really hard to keep going. So, you know, I've, I've reverted back and, and I go back to my old ways and I, put, I always put all the weight back on again, but it's going to be different this time. And it's not. If you've done something three, four, 15, 17, 20 times before, and you've always reverted back, you've always put the weight back on again, you've always, you know, fallen off the wagon, then that's not going to change. You need to find a new approach. So again, there's some honesty involved here, some honesty about have the approaches that I've taken before worked for me? And if they haven't, how do I change that? How do I find a new approach? How do I trust that something different is going to work for me? And I think finally, working on yourself is, is also about learning to trust the process and learning to trust yourself as well. Really learning to trust yourself. Because I think a lot of us do not trust ourselves. We have that ongoing internal battle within ourselves about oh my God, you really need to do better than this. Oh my God, you're so rubbish because you never do any exercise. Oh my God, I don't have any willpower. Oh my God, I am, I'm just addicted to sugar and I can't help it. You know, we, we do all these things to ourselves and we don't trust ourselves. And we're like, why is my body doing this to me? Why am I craving sugar? I've been trying really hard today and I've used all my willpower and yet I'm still craving sugar. What the hell is wrong with me? And we don't trust ourselves. So it's learning to find that new approach it's learning to look at that self-talk. It's learning to look at those beliefs. And then it's learning to trust in yourself. It's learning to trust that deep down, you know, deep down, you know what you need to do. You just need to uncover that. You just need to be brave enough, actually, to uncover that and to say, right, okay, let's get honest about what's going on here. Let's get honest about what I need. Because look, at the end of the day, we can do all the goal setting we want. And of course, I absolutely encourage you to do that. That is 100% a part of the process. But at the end of the day, nothing is going to happen towards that goal until you fully commit within yourself to making the necessary shifts, the necessary changes. And this is where most people go wrong. This is why most people cannot sustain change. This is why most people stay exactly where they always have been. And they sit there complaining about, oh, I can never lose the weight. Oh, I need to get fitter, but I can't. Oh, I feel rubbish. And we go on and on and on, sometimes for years, saying the same things over and over and over again. And it's because we're not willing, we're not brave enough to just go that little bit deeper and to really see what's on the inside, to really see what's going on inside of us. That's where we go wrong. But of course, like I said before, you are not like the 90% who only deal in the surface stuff, who think the answer is just another diet, another diet, another diet, another diet. You are not there, right? You are the 10%. You are the 10% who is willing to work on themselves. You are the 10% who are willing to let it be a bit messy and not have to be perfect and not have to be on this, you know, continuous upward trajectory the whole time. You are willing to know that it's not always going to go to plan, but that you trust in the process. 
you are in the 10% who are open to new ways of doing things. Because honestly, it's when you can start to do that for yourself that everything starts to change. You know, that you will start to reach goals for yourself that you never thought were possible before. And also, and this is the amazing, this is the thing that I have really learned from working on myself because, you know, I sit here telling you to do this. And part of it is because I have done it myself and I have understood and I have seen the power within myself. I am a very different person to the one I was a couple of years ago, who was always worrying about stuff, who was always stressing about stuff, who was always judging their success on on completely random things, you know, and I, and it just wasn't, it wasn't working for me and it wasn't making me feel good. And it was making me doubt myself all the time and worry all the time and just be in that place of like, oh. And over the last few years, I have worked so flipping hard on my mindset about myself, about what's possible for me. Am I at my all my goals yet? No, 100% not. I've still got a really long way to go. But do you know what? And this is the beauty of it, that yes, you start to reach goals for yourself you never thought were possible before. But you also discover stuff about yourself that you didn't even know you needed. You start to achieve things that you didn't even know you needed. And that's the beauty of it. That's what, what I personally have learned from doing this for myself. So make that commitment to yourself right now to just start to go below the surface a little bit, knowing that this is truly where you're going to find better fitness, where you're going to find more internal and external strength, and where you are going to grow your confidence in yourself. Now, I believe that you can do this. I believe that you have what you need within you to truly have an amazing 2024. And I really, really hope that you do as well. I am so excited to see what's possible for you and for myself this year, once we go under the surface. So here's to an amazing year. Here's to us realising our dreams and to feeling fitter, stronger and more confident before this year is out. And I'm going to leave it there for this week. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, whatever you're doing. Do not forget to go check out the podcast membership and to check out the nutrition, the 28-day nutrition reset. Links for both of those are in the show notes. But I will love you and leave you and I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chickfit and I'll see you again next time.